Chapter 13 of Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Matt Bounds Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All by Edgar Dubbs Scheimer Chapter 13 The Fairy Huntsman Once upon a time, Two boys named Donald and Rory dwelt with their father and mother in a lonely cottage in Scotland. Late one night, they were looking for a sheep that had strayed from the rest of the flock. As they walked through the heather, they heard the tramp of horses, the cheers of huntsmen, and the music of a horn. Surely, said Donald, there cannot be huntsmen on the hills at this time of night. Just as he spoke, thirteen tiny little men came riding over the brow of the hill. Each of them was dressed in green silk and had a belt of gold. They had white feathers in their caps and rode upon the prettiest little horses that ever lived. "'Why, those are the fairy hunters!' cried Donald. "'Come, Rory, let us run after them and see where they go!' The two boys set off through the heather as fast as their legs could carry them. By and by, the little huntsmen came to a great rock which stood on the side of a hill. At least, I ought to say that it was a rock in the daytime, and Donald and Rory knew it quite well. It had now become a fairy palace, with light streaming from all its windows. As the tiny hunters rode up, a door flew open, and they all passed through upon their prancing horses. Before the gate could close again, Donald ran in after them. Then it shut with a clang, and Rory was left on the other side. You see, he was not quite so old as Donald, and so he could not run so fast. Poor Rory did not know what to do. Three times he called, Brother! Brother! Come away home! But there was no reply. So, at last, he had to return home all alone, and very sad at heart. When Donald ran through the gate of the palace, he found himself in a big yard. All round the yard he could see stables into which the fairies were leading their horses. It was not long before they came out again, and one of them spied the boy at once. He ran over to him and said, What are you doing here? Do you not know that this is fairy ground? Go back while there's still time, or I promise that you will suffer for it. As Donald had come so far, he did not wish to turn back. So he asked politely if he might stay and hear the fairy music and join in the fairy dances. You may if you like, said the little man in green. But you will be sorry for it evermore. The other twelve fairies then ran up, crying, Yes, you will be sorry evermore. They took the boy by the hands and flew with him across the yard till they came to a door of gold. The door opened itself, and they passed into a splendid hall. The walls were made of silver, and the floor was made of gold. There were rows and rows of lights, and each light hung from the roof by a chain of pearls. Around the hall were little glass tables heaped with fruits and sweets. This shining room was so full of fairies that Donald could hardly believe his eyes. All he could do was to stand and stare. Some of the fairies were eating at the tables. Others were playing the sweetest music, but most of them were dancing merry jigs and reels in the middle of the hall. When the fairies saw Donald staring at them, they all began to laugh, and Donald could not help laughing too. They came crowding around him and soon whirled him off in a merry dance. 
All night long he danced till he grew so tired that he fell fast asleep. When he awoke, the sun was high in the sky. He found himself lying on the grass by a big black rock. He saw at once that this was the very rock which had been a fairy palace the night before. What a good sleep I've had, he said. Then he got up and stretched himself, feeling very stiff and sore. As he moved, he found to his surprise that a long white beard hung from his chin to his knees. He put his hand to his head and found that his hair had grown right over his shoulders. He could see it easily when he turned his head, and he saw that it was now pure white. He thought this was very strange indeed, and a great fear fell upon him. He walked slowly to his father's cottage, but no cottage could he find. Then he tramped to a village not very far away, where he had many friends. As he walked through the streets, nothing seemed the same as it used to be. The houses were changed, new shops had been built, new roads had been made. What was worse, he did not meet a single soul that knew him. Poor Donald told the people his story and said in dismay, Do none of you know me? But the people only shook their heads sadly and went away. You see, they thought he must be mad. At last, a very old man came up to him and said, You must be Donald, of whom my grandfather used to speak. He was carried away by the fairies, but that was a hundred years ago. Donald then knew that while he had danced with the fairies, a hundred years had flown by. His father, his brother, and all his friends were long since dead. So he turned his face to the hills and walked slowly and sadly away. Up and up he climbed till he could no longer be seen, and no one has ever set eyes on him again to this day. End of chapter 13